stars. So we are here for a special refill episode. Um, today I am discussing and dissecting the Handmaid's Tale season four premiere. Um, I have a special guest with me today. I'm really excited. Um, a, a friend of, I, I mean, we've known each other now for how long? It has to be, is it 10 years? I think so. It's I mean, gotta be 10 I years. Mean, at, at the minimum, but um, Miss Kempin It Real. Yes. What's up? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, well, okay, so this is the thing. So, Jen and I have been, so we met in grad school. Yes. Yes, in, in Florida. Florida. Yeah, and like used to kick it. The times of our lives, like I feel like that was the best time of our lives. Like yes. we got to do some hood rat stuff. Like we definitely just... did. There's just a lot of stories, a lot of stories that we could do and go and talk about. You know what? Because yeah, I know your fans want to know like the real Trenton. So whenever yeah. you can get into those stories, I'm here. No, 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 no. We don't need to, we don't need to do all of that. Let's save it. <laughs> yeah, let's save that when we're doing like- All right, we'll save it. We'll save it for each other. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I definitely wanted to bring you on. I know you are actually doing, so we kind of, I feel like we've been doing this podcast thing and trying to like figure it out and things like that. And you have your very own podcast, Pimpin' It Real. Uh, yes. You want to share it with us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I have my own podcast. I actually started it in the pandemic um, because, as you know, I became a mom almost yep. two years ago. And during the pandemic, I just needed an outlet to talk about mom life because it is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's the things that nobody really wants to talk about. So I started mm. the podcast just to get things off my chest because I've always been like a straight shooter. If you ask me your opinion about something, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you how it is, you know, and that's how I got the name Kempin' It Real. So I just actually changed the name of the podcast to Truth Bombers. And it's just all about, yes. And it's just all about sharing our truths, right? I love that. Sharing our truths. Thank you. Sharing our truths in life and just things that set us free, you know, and just speaking your mind. So I I take things that people share with me on um, Instagram and -hmm. then I just speak on it. I speak on it so that everybody knows that they're not alone in this life. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I I love love that. Truth Bombers. Okay. Yes. Truth Bombers. Yes. Oh, okay. Handmaid's Tale, season four. So released three episodes for their season four premiere. Um, I definitely have been waiting to figure out what was going on with June. I know that you were waiting. Uh, two years. You waited two yeah. years for this. This is crazy. And so <laughs> I, I, I definitely want, I definitely had to be in the right mindset, everything kind of going into season four. What were your initial thoughts over just over the three episodes? What were your initial thoughts, reactions? My first thought was, why are we only getting three episodes? Like, that was my first thought when I scrolled to Hulu. And I okay. was like, hey, hold up. I only get three episodes. Yeah. Um, but. Because what what is it usually? Is it usually four? 
Yes, I thought it was like four yeah. and then they drop another yeah. one or two, you know, but it was just such a tease. I will yeah. say initial thoughts on the first three episodes is in the beginning, I was like, yes, this is the moment yeah. we've been waiting for. This is the liberation. This, this is, is the this fight is back. Day. This is it. And then yeah. it takes you on an emotional roller coaster because then, you know, and I know we're going to get into it episode by episode, but then like with June getting captured, I was like, yeah. Stop. Like, no, like, this is the time that she's about to blow everything so, up. What do you mean? Yeah, so that was definitely, it was like, they definitely got us revved up. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like this is how it happened for me. Um, I, I know we, you guys can't see this because we're on, this is audio, but it kind of, they got us revved up, excited about it. And then we got to like the peak. Yes. And it was like, mm. yes. And it just felt. Right. And then you're kind of going, you're you're at this very like low moment all through like at the end of episode two through episode three. And then at episode three, it kind of does like a quick like it takes you back up. It takes you, you back jump up. off the cliff. And it's yep. like, okay. Um, and then it leaves you there. You're back at the peak. And bye. See, so, see you next week. The writers and the team uh at Handmaid's Tale are definitely playing with our emotions. Oh my God. Our blood pressure. Yes, that out there because it definitely gives you peaks and valleys throughout these three episodes. It really does. It really did. Well, let's just take it one by one. So episode one, gigs, right? Mm -hmm. So we come back and I I think for me, this episode was first establishing where we are in the middle of this break. So like of this whole, um, June has just completed the angel flight mission. Right, right. Which they had uh, 12 Marthas and is it 86 children? Yes. Escape yes. Gilead. Um, so on a plane. So on a plane. On a plane, 86 children of Gilead as well as 12 Marthas had now crossed over into Canada and have um, are, are safe, basically. And they're safe. They're safe. From that. And it's just yes. so... Having all of that, now we're seeing the kind of like the back end of the handmates who made it happen and right. everything that is going on. I think for us, the it did a really good job of kind of grounding me right back where we left off. Right, right. As you said, it was like two years. It's been two years since we've last seen June, anybody, Alma, any of them. And it grounded Janine. right back. <laughs> Janine. Yeah, Janine. Um and I just think, you know, we have to mention the strength alone of June. Like June has yeah. showed time after time how strong of a woman she is, how yeah. how much of a boss, how much of a leader that this woman does not care. Like she has so many lives because like yeah. she keeps coming back. Like yeah. now no we've talked to, now, you know, there's myths out there uh, and there's beliefs out there about mom strength. So with you being a mom now, Right. You, is there any connection? Have you like gotten like some kind of like superpower? Have you absorbed some kind of like super strength now? I really think every day. Yes, every day you you just find a way to keep moving. You know what I mean? Like every day, like you're just yeah. sometimes you're just dog tired. Like you worked all day, you come home, the kid is just like in your face. I have yes. a time, and you just you pull that strength from places you didn't even know existed. Like you just find a way to just keep on moving. So I do yeah. think there is incredible mom strength, and so many women have shown us time after time that we are like superheroes for real. 
June is definitely bringing it on with the mom strength early in yeah. one. Commander Waterford and Serena, we, we pop back on this couple who at the end of season three, basically, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Serena was like, I don't know this man. Right. <laughs> she was basically like, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. I don't know this man. You can arrest him. I don't know what you want me to do. Take him. And for all of us who know the backstory, Serena has definitely been hand in hand sometimes with Commander Waterford doing all of this craziness or yeah. sometimes leading the charge herself. Exactly. She's very um, wishy-washy. She's very wishy-washy. You don't yeah. know which side of Serena you're going to get. You just really don't. Well, I didn't, I didn't know we had a brunette Serena this season. I'm like, did her roots grow out? Like, what was going on? Her, the color of her hair was different. It was different. And I, is that because she's imprisoned? Like, is I that think so. Yeah, I guess that, that's like showing like, oh, you, you're growing. Your hair has grown hair. out because you can't dye your hair. You can't, you know, get your hair done. You can't do anything. She's the, she's the, well, I, if she is in prison, she is the uh, best dressed prisoner that I have ever seen. <laughs> Because yes. Yeah. She's. I mean, she's always beat. But now that she can really start, now that she don't have to wear that green dress, honey, we are getting pants, suits. We are getting we serving looks, heels, a uh, blouse. Yes, serving <laughs> looks. Okay. The the other thing for this with Commander Waterford and Serena that I've seen is that there continues to be some type of cat and mouse. Um with, I'm not going to let you go. You're not going to let me go. Don't think that you're getting out of this right. without me. Exactly. Like, no, you're not going anywhere. And there's always been a power struggle because remember, Serena was the one in charge way back yeah. I don't know, season one, season two, when they showed us a snippet, she was the one who was very, she was, she was the one who had the high power job, not him. That's and true. then the roles were reversed when they got to Gilead. So it's always been like a little bit of a power yeah. struggle there. That is true. Now that you say that. Yes, she's because strong. Before she the world turned, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a strong woman too. But I mean, at the end of the day, she did some stupid things because she really wanted this baby, which yeah. we need to get into that. To baby Nicole? To baby <laughs> Serena thinks she's still about to have, Serena thinks she's still about to have a relationship with this child. Yes, she does, which I'm like, Girl. I don't get it. Are you delusional? Like what part yeah, of no. this is not your kid? Yeah, she, <laughs> in, in her kid. head, She's doing all that she can to make sure that she is going to have a relationship with Nicole in some facet. And I just think but it's she's are, delusional. They are, they are, they are playing you right now, Mama. Like exactly, like stop. It's now. not about to happen at all. Um, at all. Okay, I really want to hit my favorite character from episode one. Who? Mrs. Keys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keys is crazy nuts oh my gosh okay so uh, mrs keys is a it's actually it's very interesting because now we're seeing gilead has been around for enough time now yes the children who were raised in, mm. in gilead are yes. now being married off to these commanders who are like old yeah like, like 40 years 50 years their age. Their senior. yeah crazy um, so we meet Mrs. Keys, who I don't know, Jen, like how old would you say? I'm saying 14. I was saying 14, 15, no older than 14, 14 or 15, 15 years old. Yes. Um, teenage girl who was yes. put as the mistress of this house. And it's 
Everyone refers to her as Mrs. Keys, but she is runs the home that has become the safe house. Yes. Our escaped handmaids. Yes. Everything is kind of going to plan. I mean, it looked weird, but you know, for us who've been watching the show now for now four seasons, right? When we see stuff like that, it's kind of like, okay, you know what? This is what it is. This is we've kind of become normalized to some of this stuff. Yes, you just shrug your shoulders. You're like, okay, this is Gilead. This is yeah, how this so operates. She's, and yes. she's the mistress of this house. And she is the mistress of this house. And she's when a she boss, said, okay? She said, am I the mistress of this house? <laughs> June was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am, you are. Sorry. Yes, yes ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. Um, but, so Mrs. Keys, we later found out, has a very tragic story yes, um, yes. in terms of how she's how she how she was married off to this commander who right. basically really who wants to have children yes. um, and is utilizing mrs keys basically as um utilizing her uterus that's basically yeah, what basically women are, um, and allowing and allowing men of all ages grown men Yes. Um, to have sex with this 14-year-old girl. And so she's uh-huh. been raped repeatedly in this house. And we learn a little bit about that from June. June has to do some digging because right. when as soon as the handmaids get there, like yeah. mind you, they've done this whole journey. Mrs. Case okay, is like, so what's next? Right. Who's killing next. Right. And- like she said, I'm having dreams of fighting alongside of you and yeah. killing people. So we knew from the very beginning when we first were reintroduced to her. We were like, oh, okay, she has some story there. Like, yeah. you don't just all of a sudden, as a 14-year-old, decide, I want to start killing people. You just no, really don't. She, had, she clearly had the motive, um, and she this was something that she really wanted to put into action. Yes. I mean, but imagine yourself in that situation. You finally taste a little bit of freedom. Like, yeah. you would let loose, too. Like, this is, and what did Alma say? I think it, Alma was like, this might be the best we can get. This is like, my, this, yeah. This, this is the might best be the best we can ever do. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. So at, so at this point, June has the handmaids who are kind of like, we just need to chill. We just need to rest. Right. And then we have, on the other hand, she now has developed this relationship with uh, Mrs. Keys, this yes. young teenage girl who is now trying to figure out how do I help her out of this situation? So I, right. you know, June is definitely in this like leadership position, but we now have Mrs. Keys who also is in a prison of her own. While right. they might be club mad to the handmaids, She's suffering here. Exactly. Uh, and, and I think they take on the daughter relationship a little bit as well. I'm so glad that you asked that because one of the things that Hulu is doing this year is it's uh, titled One Burning Question. Ooh. And they have one burning question for each episode. And of course, okay. for episode one was, does June have a new daughter? Oh, my, my answer is yes like yes. I just from the start you could see the respect that Mrs. Keys has for June and you see yep. that she just like idolizes June yep you know so I definitely think they are taking on that mother-daughter relationship at the same time Mrs. Keys is ranked higher than June you know so yep, she has to respect her, you know? that power yeah, like, I mean, but she's still 14 years old and this, she wants that I mother to it. come and save her exactly Exactly. She's looking for that maternal force. Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you where I saw it. The scene where it came real to me was when one of the men who had been repeatedly raping Mrs. Keys comes and they find him on the property 
Yes. And they hang him up in the in the slaughterhouse and yep. takes that knife, gives it to Mrs. Keys, is like, make me proud. Yep. She's that was like, it. That was the moment. That was that the was moment. The moment. She was like, You are my, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do I'm this. gonna make you proud. There was one instance in that episode where I think she referred to Mrs. Keys as banana. Did she? Yeah. Dang, I might have missed that. I might have missed that one. Who, now I have to go which, back. Which is what she would call Hannah, who is right. uh, June's first daughter. Banana. Yes, yes. Um, but I thought I thought episode one was just done really well. The music, the ending song of "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman." Yes, I thought it was just a perfect backdrop to Mrs. Keys really now stepping into this this next level of womanhood. Yes, they do such a good job with that music selection. Yeah. If you like, are not paying attention, you will miss it. But they do put yeah. some little subtle clues and some really great music in there to remind you of what they're really doing. So I do love mm-hmm. that. I do love so, that. So, yeah. So that was episode one. Oh, my gosh. That was such a good episode. Yeah. Episode two, Nightshade, kind of now we are going into what we're now, is get, we're gearing up. So at the end of that, uh, Mrs. Keys now has killed her first person, and now right. we're kind of gearing up into episode two, getting ready. Um, June is taking uh, meetings. Yes. House. <laughs> June, <laughs> I'm like, how many meetings you got? Like, you said, this is May Day. This is, we are May Day. Get me to whoever I can meet. Like, we are the revolution. What's up? What's but, up? Like traveling out. I'm like, at what point can we do this? Can we just do a Zoom call? Can we do virtual? Can we get together and just? figure out what we're doing like she's so fearless because the whole time when she's in this truck taking these meetings and going from pl- yeah. like i just feel like i would be so afraid she does not to be fear. she just kind of like i'm gonna get in this truck when this man tell me to get back i'm gonna get back when he don't tell me to get back i'm looking out the window like what's like i'm exactly. right like, she's hiding in plain sight yeah she is hiding in plain sight and that's what makes them so mad because she's right there the other thing that I think feel like we should talk about is we need to go back into Canada. Okay. And talk about what Moira is now dealing with. Yes. And I love all this is her. going on in Gilead. Moira is in Canada trying to trying to help it, everybody. Fix June's mess, as 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 she put it. Like fix basically. June's mess. Yes. Which basically. I mean, which is Pretty true. Like she brought all of these, she brought 86 kids over to Canada. Not right. one if their parents were going to be available. Not right. their parents were still alive. Now we got to find housing for these kids. Right. Right. Who who's going to take what? Like there's a lot of pieces that now have to be figured out. Absolutely. And I mean, and I get what where more Myra is coming mm-hmm. from. Like I get it. But at the same time, June didn't have time to think about that. June had yeah. time. I want to save these children. I want to save I want to get them out. I don't got time to think about, you know, what's going to come. But what I do know is I have my husband there and I have Myra there. And I know that I have people in Canada that will be able to help these people. So I'm not going to think about the consequences of my actions. Just get them out there. You know what I mean? So, yes, I I do feel for both women because I know it is tough. It's difficult, especially for Myra. Myra has turned into a full time social worker. She did. Doing home visits. Listen, look at, listen, is she, is she dressed all up. I said, go on, Myra, with the little dress on. Do she it is, home. full-time social worker. Yeah. Um, she's doing home visits. She got Rita doing home visits now. She said, come on. So, so they are dealing with a lot of mess back in Canada. But yeah. 
the fallout. They're dealing with yeah, the, the, the whole fallout from the angel flight. But with episode two, June comes into knowledge that Mrs. Keys has been poisoning her husband slowly to die. I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> Why is this old she ass man? That plant. I said, oh God, that girl to poison her husband. She has been poisoning this man. She so looked at he the- could die. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. June- Which can you blame her? Which can you blame her? Yeah, you definitely can't blame her. Home all this time. We're supposed to be look, look, you know, cleaning up the house, taking care of your husband, all this. I'm 14 years old. I'm gonna get clever. Exactly. And she said so- a Martha taught her how to do it. Hello. You gotta you gotta watch those Marthas. You do. June has got with Mrs. Keys. They done made a strong batch of this stuff. Yes, they did. Yes, they okay. Did. And okay. while on the flip side of that, they're planning an escape to the next safe house. Exactly. Because they have it's to leave about 13 miles away. They've killed that that guy. I think he was yeah. a commander. He was a commander. Mm-hmm. Or was he just, so he they killed the commander. So then they, they came to look in the house. And Mrs. Keys was able to kind of hold them at bay for a little bit. Like, no, you know, the, the Martha's are, you know, doing things with the, I don't know, cider. I think they said she's doing things with the cider. They said, okay, they left. But Mrs. Keys was like, you know, they're coming back. So y'all have yeah. to go. And June, have to figure it out. they had to get up out of that safe house. They had to find a new one. So, so with that, they have now secured a safe house, which is about 13 miles away from yes. where they are now. June is like, okay, before we go, I'm going to go take care of all of these commanders that are at the Jezebel house. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, she's like, she tells Janine, who's her lieutenant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Janine. Lieutenant Janine. Um, she was like, look, get all the girls ready. When mm-hmm. I come back, we're leaving. We're out. Right. And Janine's like, you're going to go by yourself? Like, Now, do you think that she was planning to take Mrs. Keys with her? You know what? I don't think so. I think she told her, and because I think she knew she wasn't stable in my head, you know, you got to know people that are in your circle. You know, Mrs. Keys is not stable. And I think June wanted to take her, but she knew that would have caused more problems if she did. So I think she said, yes, you can come with us. But I don't think she had any intention. I Mm. I don't. What do you think? Do you think she was? I think she would have took her. I think she would. I felt like she just was not. I thought she was like, "Mm mm-mm. Okay. So, all right. So we have that. Now, what else is happening with this is that June goes to the Jezebel's house yes. to go kill these commanders. And how they're doing this is they're taking the nightshade, which is the poison that Mrs. Keys created. Yes. Um, and they are inserting it into uh, tequila bottles. Into the alcohol. So we got shots, 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 shots. So these commanders are partying it up with these beautiful women. You're not thinking about it. You're having a good time. Your guard is down. They're pouring shots. They're pouring shots. shots. Boom. Six dead and nine in the hospital. Six dead. Six dead. And I I mean, I hate to say this, but I love to say it. I love to see it. I love to see it too. I love love to see it it too. So we're feeling really good right now. Um, June comes back to go get the girls and we're ready to rock. We got feeling feeling so good. Like before you even get into what you're about to say, like my heart just felt like this is after four seasons, what I've been waiting for. We are revved up. This is what they all get. Okay. They are coming for y'all. They not taking no names. They coming for y'all. Y'all don't even know that they're coming. And then they just come and sting you. So you're just so excited. Ready. 
Yes. You're so excited. Like right now in that moment, in that season, yeah. in that episode, I just felt so good. I was like, yes, what's next? Who is next? Okay. So, and then boom, we get to the house. June is to get the girls and she sees something is not right. Listen. Something is not right at all. My blood pressure just like went up just thinking about it. Like so it's like she gets to the house, the house has been emptied. Yes. Um was there like lights on or something? It just was there off. were lights on everywhere. Lights all the lights were on. Everywhere. Um and she and then she sees the shells, the gun shells on the ground. They start walking. And then her and the uh, driver that's been telling her to like duck down, get up, all that. Yeah. It's been taking her back and forth to all of these meetings that she He's made. like, I'm not going to leave you. I'm He's not like, I'm not going to leave you. Wrong choice, mama, because you should have you should have been running. You should have ran. Um, he gets shot. Yes, dead. He gone. Boom. June goes to grab the gun, but then she sees all of these razor, razor pointers ready yeah. to take her out. Ready to take her, her out. Body. Um... And then boom, who walks out? I'm ready to fight him. I'm ready to fight him. I'm always ready to fight him now. I really Commander wanna... Blaine, who we all know is Nick. Nick. Okay. All I know him as Nick. Nick. I that's... don't know the last name. His name is Nick. His, His Nick. new name is Commander Blaine. He's now been um, commander. He's been uh, promoted. I'm ready to throw hands. Okay. He comes out. I don't know what to think about Nick. Trent, I just, I'm so conflicted because I yeah, feel like. I'm confused. On one hand, I know this is his way of helping her, but I just yeah. feel like in my heart of heart, there's another way you could help her. Like you, so, you have been promoted. You have all right. this power now. So the one burning question for episode two was, uh, what was up with Nick? <laughs> that is the perfect question because what yeah. is up with Nick? Nick could come in and save her. Nick could have called off the brigades when he figured out where she was. It's he could definitely... have took her to the next safe house. What is this yeah, dynamic? Yeah, for us, and I think that they, I mean, they're clearly keeping us in the dark, right, about what his actual real intentions are, because we do see, we do see this um, kind of contradicting, yes, contradicting behaviors. You talk about how you love June, and you want to let her go, but then there's other things that you're doing that are definitely not for her safety. You're not you're not calling off the the guards and things like that. You now are a commander, and so you have some power. But I guess he's trying to play it smart. That's the only thing that I can think is that he's trying to make it make sense, and he's trying to figure out a way out, and he just doesn't know how to do it without like he can't appear to be against the rebel you know he can't appear to be for the rebel exactly so maybe he's trying to get in there and infiltrate and then that way june has an in with him and that's how you bring it all down and because he says i'm trying like when it was at the end of the episode he's like i'm trying to save your life he does say that and that's i'm trying to save how episode two ends is like trying to save your life and so she trying to save your life and she puts the gun down and so, and of course, like you see your love interest come back after you haven't seen yep. him forever, because I'm sorry, you're fighting a revolution. So you don't know when you're going to see him again. He comes back, but you're like, are you leading this against yeah. me? Like, are you leading this hunt for me or what? Like, are you for me? Or are you against me? I'm really not sure what what's up with Nick. I honestly want to believe that he is here for June. Yes. And he wants to see her safe. Um. That's what I want to believe. That's what so I that really he can, So that she can raise their child, Nicole. Because that, that's, um, that's it. Like, that's the mother of my child. Yeah. 
But like on the same hand, that's the mother of my child, but I'm about to let her go get like abused. Like I'm about to just let her go through all of these tactics so that she can give up yeah. where the other handmaids are. Like I just it's weird. It, it's definitely, it's definitely weird and mysterious and dark and yes. Episode three was the uh final act. Um episode three is titled um what what's the title of episode three? Let me see. I would say let me look at the it. Crossing. Of What's course. It, it was called the crossing. Oh, uh, the crossing. How fitting. Yeah. How fitting. Let's get into this episode. So I mean, this is now June has been captured. And we are all dead. And this is when I get mad again. Like I'm like, what? Baby, they put June up like she was Hannibal Lecter. They had that mask over her face. They had her neck um chained up. Yes. I'm like, she. She's okay, y'all. She's not that dangerous. She's not that strong, people. Like, yeah, she has incredible strength, but she ain't gonna take all these guards out with guns. Like, come so on. Initially, I was like, June's going to the wall. I thought she was done. Trent, I was like, how are they gonna how are they gonna finish out her work? Like, I this thought is June the thing. Was done. This is the thing. The writers at the handmaid's tell do a great job of creating. Um, or making the handmaid's existence a necessity. Yes. Okay. There's that- always so much when you really think about it, it's like you can't get rid of these handmaids. You can't right. kill them. Right. What they do is very valuable to the future of Gilead. Yes. Right. So they're able, they're 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 a very small group of women that yes. are able to have children. Right. That's very true. And you guys need them. You need them. So they're going to act up and they're going to do their thing, but you cannot kill them. So we so, need them to tell us where they are. Yeah. That's what we need in this moment. So they can't kill June necessarily. I mean, hello, they just lost 86 children. Exactly. So they, so need, they, to they need to help repopulate Gilead. Yes. yes. Um. So we got to have them. So yes. at first I was like, she's going to the wall. But then I'm like, mm-mm. Right. That, that's not just not how this is going to work. But what right. they do, however, Aunt Lydia, who's Aunt been Lydia. like, when y'all find her, I want her. Right. Bring her to me. Bring her to me. Can you help? Can you remind me? How did Aunt Lydia get beat up? Because they put her through interrogation. I think it was like 13 oh, days of interrogation. Thought. Because they thought she was part of it. They thought they she thought was Aunt Lydia part. was. So she's like, June, you done got me into some shit. Now, yes. okay. When y'all find her. I want to bring her to me, bring her to me. And then, you know, Aunt Lydia had that little smart comment. I don't know what episode it was in when all the commanders were saying, you know, blah, 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 Aunt Lydia, you know, okay, you're done. Oh, that's now. right. That's episode one. Yes. And she was like, um, she's, she's run away from you guys for how many days? I think it was like 13 days, 14 days. Okay. So when you do find her, bring it to me. Aunt Lydia always got something to say. She was getting, cause they were trying to get snappy with her. And she, they were. I, they was like, are you in charge of the girls? She was like, I'm in charge of the girls. Are you in charge of girls? I am in charge. in charge of the girl. I told you. And then if you don't think I'm in charge of the girl, how come y'all can't find June? She's ran away from y'all men for like two weeks now and y'all cannot find her. And so what now they have is Lydia, as well as we see, is this, I think this is a new character, uh, Lieutenant Stans. Yeah, I didn't like him. The one who was interrogating June. Yes. Now I remember from him from uh, House of Cards. Okay. From House of Cards, okay. that actor. Um, mm-hmm. But so he, they are now waterboarding June. Yes. They, they have threatened to rip out her fingernails. 
all yep. these things. Um, They're going to do anything they can to get June to tell them where are those other handmaids. Well, we need those other handmaids. Right. Um, at first, she gives them like this fake story. Like, they're in Vermont. Yeah, in the library. They're in the library. They're in the library. For Girl, why, why no. are we even doing this? Right. And she's come like, on. yeah, they're in the library. They come back. Of course, it's a whole thing. Right. Now we're like, you lied to us, so we're not really going to make an example. Right. At those two handmaids. I know. On the roof. On the roof. And yeah. I... I don't know, Jen. That for my me- heart was like, oh my gosh. They it shows you that they will do whatever. They yeah. don't care. They will do whatever they want to do to get you to do what they want you to do. Because the don't first girl care. was like, don't tell him anything. Right. She was like, I don't care. Let them kill me. I don't want because you know, as a handmaid, like you repeatedly getting raped. Like, I don't care. If I'm yeah. about to die, I'm about to die. Don't tell where other handmaids are for my sake. And then yeah. they just pushed her off the roof like she was nothing. Like, oh, okay, yeah. you you want June to not talk? Goodbye. That was tough. That was a that tough. Was that was a tough scene to watch. That was I, my heart. I was like, this is these people are crazy. Like I already knew these people were crazy, but it so, just took a different level. So yeah, because in my head, I'm like, how are you killing? I'm like, wait, so we are killing handmaids now? Right, because we need them. We need the handmaids. You know what I mean? But now they didn't care. Cause they those handmaids probably did something. You know, they were probably part of the part of the revolution. They did something. Yeah. They were speaking out against somebody, and then that's how they got on that rooftop. Yeah. Um, that I mean, they really went in. How they finally broke June, I think, was the most ridiculous thing ever. And it was Nick's fault and Commander Lawrence. Yep. They got colluded together because Nick told Commander Lawrence, "You owe they were like, me." What will make her break? And they were like, "What will make her break?" If you get her her first daughter in here, Hannah. And put her in a box. Put her in a box. Put her in a box. Now, what my question was, baby girl was in the box chilling, just playing with the doll. I'm like, honey, nothing seems odd to you. You're not frightened. You're not scared. But you know what, Trent? She's so brainwashed at this point. She was ripped from both of her parents. She saw her, she sees her mom, what, every year or so. So she barely sees her mom. Who keeps like, who keeps like, Running into her life like yes. crazy me, getting almost gunned down, like coming distraught into this baby's life, like this. And I get it, like that. If that was my daughter, I get it. Like I'm going to find trauma. a way to see her. But you come in and you create all this drama around her life, and then you disappear for another, I don't know, six months. But then when trauma, she sees the her, she was scared. She was frightened of her own mother. So they finally tell June because they. They've threatened to hurt Hannah. And so she's right. like, okay, well, here, I'm telling you now. Right. Tells them where the handmaids are. Handmaids are captured, everyone right. brought back. And yep. Lydia gives them their new assignment. No, right. not killing any of you. You're going to a breeding colony. A breeding colony. And you know, in that scene, remember after June saw her daughter being afraid of her, she yeah. said to Aunt Lydia, kill me now. I'm ready. She, she, she said, She's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Lydia was like, what? She was like, I'm ready to die. I'm ready to die. Kill me. And Aunt Lydia yeah. said, oh, no. Like, so <laughs> just sarcastic. Oh, of no, no. Of course no. not. No. We're not going to kill you. You're too useful for us. You're going yeah. to a breeding colony. A what? Yeah, so now you're going to work eight yeah. hours a day out in the field. And then the commanders are going to come to you. Yeah, we're going to bring commanders on, you know. Like, can you? I can't. On Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, commanders will be here. 
I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine like the thoughts going through her mind. Like y'all already done put my baby in a box. Okay. You captured me. Now you're telling me I'm about to go to a breeding colony where I got to work for y'all eight hours like a slave. And then at the end of my shift, you're going to bring these commanders. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're in the birth mobile on the way to the colony. Yes. Everyone's in their red in their, car. Everyone's in back in their handmaids. I'm yeah. like, oh. Yes. And then an opportunity presents itself. Yep. The train stops. Or no, there's a train uh, coming. There's a train coming. And I think it's very important. There's a train coming. Train so you coming. Hear the, you hear the noise that the train is coming. And so the railroad crossing sign comes down. Yes. Driver at this point says, hey, I need to go use the restroom. I'll be right back. It's randomly. I got to go to the bathroom. Which to me was, that's a plant. He was a plant. That's what I'm saying because he because you know he didn't he didn't well he did he did have a gun yes he did have a gun but he said I have to go to the bathroom it's gonna be a while I'm just gonna go I'm I'm gonna go to the bathroom because it's gonna be a while so I thought that was interesting I was like is he part of the revolution maybe maybe yeah that's what I thought um maybe not at this point you just see the eyes in the birthmobile like the handmaid's eyes everybody looking at each other being like you knew they were communicating you knew at that moment like let's do this they were all communicating. And so we have another breakout. The girl yes. jumped out of the birth mobile. June attacks Aunt Lydia. Aunt Lydia attacks yes. Aunt Lydia with that little probe thing that she got. That little taser. She had yeah, the little taser. taser. And like it is like Lydia. holding her down with that. Yes. Um, she gets it from her. She was gonna kill. She was gonna kill Lydia. You know what? And and and, and playing it back, like you didn't even have to kill her, just hit her hard enough to knock her out. That's all you I had can't to do. Even- I can't even say that because you know June doesn't even call her Aunt Lydia anymore. June was calling her Lydia in episode yeah. three. She was like Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> right. So she's like, it's now like, you know what? We're done. Right. Um, but they tell her not to go. They're like, come on, we have to hurry up. We have to go. Make the train. The train is coming. Alma. Let's say yep. Alma was the one yep. was like, June, we we, we gotta, gotta go. go. And so they break a break for it and they are running. They're running. So it's running is for their lives. Janine in the front. And then you have the other handmaids in the back. Um, in which June somehow started got shot. People. June started passing people. Did you realize that? Because June was June's the last out. truck. She she caught up. She yeah. June is fast. Okay. She was out. But out. um one of them, oh no, two of them got um two of them got shot. Shot. Two of the handmaids got shot by the guard who's uh, trying to finish up using the restroom. And see, that what irks me because I'm like, if you would have just tased Aunt Lydia, knocked her out, she wouldn't have been able to scream for help. Say anything, yeah. Just tase her, shut her up, like do something. But you know, I know, like it's a show. You're not right. thinking that in that moment. But dang, Aunt so, Lydia's screaming for help. She's screaming for help. The guard comes out, shoots two of the handmaids. Yes. Then you have the other two, um, Alma and another handmaid who are like... And just unfortunately do not make it and end up getting ran over by the train. And so that was so unnecessary, by the way. It was so it was like, such you, you a let them dagger. cross over. Like you could have let like, them cross ugh. over. But that's how episode three ends. And that's how the writers leave us again on that's the, how they leave on us. the top. Just like, okay, June and Janine made it across. So the burning question for episode three is well, I'm excited. Failed as a leader. Oh. That's a tough question. And you know, I thought about it because as a mom, 
if they had put my child in a box. And here I yeah. am, leader of yeah. the revolution. And I had to make a choice between other handmaids and my child. I'm picking my child every single time. Yeah. So in that I moment, that. I don't think she failed as a leader because that's a that's a child. Like that's my child. At the end of the day, and then June's mind, she's like, okay, they might kill the handmaids, but they might not because she knows they need them. They need us. You at know the end what of I mean? The day, yeah, they, they need handmaids. Yeah. They need us to keep breeding. So even if they do get captured, hopefully we can be together again and we can lead this revolution. Yeah. Now in the the van when they're crossing the railroad, do I think she failed in that moment? A little bit. Because like I said, she could have knocked out Janine so Janine couldn't have screamed for help. And I think more of them would have got across. It oh, Lydia, yeah. Uh, Lydia, like if she would have knocked yeah. her out or tased her so Lydia would have shut up, the man would have kept using the bathroom, would have never came back and been able to right. fire them. So in that moment, I'm like, June, like you, you, you hesitated for too long. But mm -hmm. I do think, here's the interesting part. I think she's going to live with that for the rest of her life the rest of her time on this show and i think she's never going to hesitate again so it's going to be really interesting to see how she moves forward because she's yeah. not going to hesitate again because look what hesitation does for you that's what it does i would yeah. not i would have kicked out lydia out the truck and would have just hopped in the truck that too it th there were so many things she could have done in that moment and i think that's yeah. going to continue to replay in her head of what of what happened uh, yeah. i don't think that she's fought but i don't think she felt as late i think sometimes you have to make really really hard decisions it's yeah. everybody is looking to you yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. just gotta make you gotta make hard decisions and it, it, it was tough um and it was an unfortunate ending but right. that's just how sometimes the cookie crumbles right so, so what are what are your predictions like what is gonna happen Ooh. in this episode like what do you think is coming but what I what I see happening, yeah. I think that there's going to be a couple of things. Um, I think that we will see this. This will be the final season for June and Gilead. Mm, yes, this okay. will be the final season for her and Gilead. It's either going to be right. Canada or death. Right, and this, they are renewed, at this point. There's no coming back from this. And there is another season. There's season five. They've been renewed for it. But I'm from with this you. train incident, there's yes. no coming back from this now. Right. You can't. She, I, I, there to me, it's done. Right. So she's got. You think she's on her way to Canada? Like she's got to find a way. You're gonna have to, or that. Yeah. There's for me. It's like you are cost. You are causing more lives. But I mean, if if you look at from Gilead at the standpoint, like you are now costing more lives than you are actually creating. Right. Absolutely. You've only had you. You've only supplied two children to Gilead at this time, and but right. of these other lives have been taken. Right. Absolutely. So I think that that's going to be something. We also learned in episode three that Serena is pregnant. I think that that's about to be crazy. So I think that, that that's also a prediction. Any for you? I just I feel like this revolution is just getting started, and yep. in my heart of hearts, I just feel like. June is going to get to Canada. I think it's going to end with her in Canada somehow. Me too. But I don't think I don't think she's done fighting yet. I think she's going to go find a place where she can hide out. And I think she's just going to sit and create a plan. I think she's going to be yeah. underground with Janine for a, a while. And she's just going to be orchestrating how many commanders can she kill in this season. I, can see it. I don't think I she's going to be it. coming out anymore. I don't think she's going to. I think she was like, listen, I tried that. Look what happened. It's I took it. <laughs> they caught me. I, I gotta stay low. I gotta. Yeah. So I think she's gonna have people doing her dirty work now. 
I'm so. for it. Okay, well, that is our refill episode. Jen, it's been so fun doing this. Yes, I enjoyed it. We got to do it again. I Yeah, we it. definitely will. We definitely will. Okay, so remember, you can always follow me at Trenton Rashad on um, Instagram and Twitter. You can find the podcast, Cold Pop, uh, Cold Pop Show on IG, on um, Twitter as well, Facebook, Cold Pop Podcast. Check out our YouTube Jen, anything that you want to yes. they find you. Yes, you can definitely find me on Instagram at Camping It Real, Truth Bombers podcast on any podcast platform that you listen to. Thank you so much for having me, Trent. I really, I really enjoy myself. Yeah, no, this is definitely fun. We are we will be doing this again. Um once <laughs> we figure out look, we're gonna have a June uh, emancipation party. Let's do it. I, let's oh. put it in the calendar now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, I will talk to you later, love. Yes, Trent. Thank you. All right. Catch us next time, guys. Bye. Bye.